Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I answered a, a listener's question. I took a look at the health benefits of the green drinks, which are your dehydrated fruit and vegetable drinks, to see if they measure up to the hype or not. So if that's something that interests you, if you don't think you get in your five servings of fruits and vegetables in a day and wondered if that would be a good solution, give last week's podcast a listen. This week's podcast stems from some discussions that we'd had. I was talking with a, a client and they said, you know, it's funny. We're about the this group is about the only group of people that I associate with that exercises on a regular basis. You know, some of the people um, from work they'll start a walking program and they'll walk for a couple of weeks and then they'll walk a couple of days a week and then they'll stop. And that's you know, they just don't exercise. And most of the people that I know don't exercise. And I was wondering why is that? Because I have at least, I haven't counted exactly, but I have more than 140 weekly episodes of Making Fitness Funner podcast. Now, I know I don't always make fitness funner, but almost every podcast, I give you some good reason why you should be exercising, how it's going to improve your life how it's going to make you possibly live longer, how it's going to give you more energy, how it's going to make you feel better, how it's going to improve your uh, cognitive function, how it's going to reduce your depression. All of these things, and I've talked about them over and over and over, are benefits of exercise, yet a lot of the people that we know don't exercise. Now, I will say that a lot of the people that I know that listen to this podcast, and I don't know everybody that listens to the podcast, obviously, but a lot of the people that I know that listen to the podcast, they do exercise. But why don't the rest of them? And I think you know, there's several reasons. One of the big reasons is our body is just too well designed. We've got two lungs. We've got two kidneys. You know, we, we've got extra intestines we've got we've got uh, two eyes two ears we've got two of almost everything we're overly well designed we can take some very serious insults to our body and never even know it I mean you can have a very seriously compromised lung and as long as the other one's working fine you're probably going to be okay. You can have a very seriously compromised kidney. As long as the other one's working fine, you're probably going to be okay. There's all of these things that are just too well designed, as the way I would put it. You still feel good. You don't feel bad. For most of the conditions that people have that are very serious, the first symptom could be the last symptom. I mean, I always hear that the, the first symptom of a heart attack is usually sudden death. So, you know, you don't get a lot of warning. And sometimes, you know, by the time you feel bad, you're in trouble. Um, there's a doctor that I, I follow a lot of his work, and he says that if you imagine your health on a scale of 100% to 0%, you can lose 80% of your health, which means you've only got 20% left. You can lose 80% of your health before you feel bad enough to go see a doctor. The problem is when you get down to 10%, usually it's fatal. So you don't give the doctors that much to work with. And a lot of you say, well, hey, I, go, I get my yearly physical, which is a terrific thing. I recommend it. 
but I know people that don't exercise, they're, they don't eat well, they're extremely overweight, and they say, hey, but my blood work's still good. And uh, I knew at least one, their blood work was still good, their cholesterol was good, their triglycerides were good, their uh, blood sugar was good, and then their blood pressure was up a little bit in one visit, and then their blood pressure was up a lot the next visit, and then their triglycerides were up, and then their LDL was up, and then their blood sugar was up, and then they were a full-blown diabetic, and then they had high blood pressure, and now they're having renal problems, and, and this all happened in a period of a couple of years. It didn't happen in a period of a couple of years. It was happening all along, but the body was able to compensate for it long enough that you think, well, hey, I'm still fine. Guess what? You're not. You're going downhill. You need to exercise to overcome this. But that's really about enough preaching to you because almost everybody I know knows that. I tell them, hey, I'm a personal trainer. Oh, man, I need to get out and exercise more. That, that's the number one thing I get. Oh, I need to go out and exercise. I probably should come see you. But it comes down to it that you don't. So why not? Well, just like with losing your health, gaining your health doesn't. Most of the time, it just doesn't have any really big wow effects. You decide, I'm going to start exercising. You start an exercise program, whether it's a simple walking program, whether you start lifting weights, whether you start going to an exercise class, a boot camp class, something like that, and you start going to the exercise program. A lot of times, the things you feel to start with are actually bad. You get up the next day. You hurt. You've got sore muscles. Your joints ache. You you feel tired. If you're so, if you're doing a weightlifting program, especially, and you're someone who weighs every day, a lot of times you'll notice your weight went up because you put on more muscle and you added more water to the muscle that's there. It's not fat gain. You're actually getting healthier, but your weight went up. You're like, wait, I feel terrible and my weight went up. I'm trying to exercise to get healthy. This is an awful idea. And in addition to it, a lot of times you're even hungrier. So you're thinking, this, this is just a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. But what happens is the positives are much slower to show up. I mean, you start doing a balance program or a strength program and you realize, hey, I tripped and I didn't fall. I was able to pick up this bag of groceries and set it up on the top shelf. I was able to whatever. You start noticing that you, you've got a little bit more pep in your step. You've got a little bit more energy. Maybe your waistline's getting a little smaller. Maybe your clothes fit a little looser. But you feel a little better about yourself. But it's a very gradual thing, just as the feeling bad is a very gradual thing because your body is so well designed, it masks the good as well as the bad. And you kind of feel about the same. So if you know you need to start exercising... How do you get started exercising? There's a couple of things. First, start slow. Take it easy. You don't have to go bench press a school bus your first time that you're lifting weights. You don't have to just really have some, you don't have to have somebody screaming no pain, no gain in your face. You don't have to have all of this crazy exercise. Do something simple. Do something that's not going to make you really sore. But then when you get done, kind of give yourself a high five for it because you actually did something. And when you do something, make sure you do something that you think is fun. If you think running is the most miserable thing you have ever done in your life, I don't recommend running as a kind of exercise for you. 
if you're somebody like me that gets bored really quickly, you need to find a variety of things that you want to do and kind of cross train. Like you may want to go for a swim on Monday. You want to do water aerobics on Tuesday. You want to go for a run on Wednesday. You want to lift weights on Thursday. You want to go to boot camp class on Friday. Whatever. Find a variety of things. The next thing is, and I don't care if you're the most solitary human being out there, then you think you hate everybody on the planet. You need an accountability partner of some kind, either somebody that exercises with you or somebody you report to on a regular basis to let them know whether you've been doing your workouts or not. I mean, I've got uh, some accountability partners to swim with me twice a week, and there's days that I just don't want to go for a swim, but they're going to be there, and I better show up. So if you've got somebody that's an accountability partner that will hold you to it, that really helps. Next thing, you need to make your exercise a priority. Put it on a schedule. Get a routine. Now, it doesn't have to be that you get up at 5 o'clock every morning and exercise. You may get up in the morning and exercise one day. You may have a lunchtime exercise with friends one day. You may have an afternoon exercise one day. You may do something big on the weekends. But get a routine. Put it on your calendar. Make it a priority. Also, it needs to be convenient. There are two bike trails that I love to ride on, but both of them are an hour or more away by car. So they're not convenient. This is not something I can do every Tuesday afternoon because it's just too far away. So pick something that's going to be a little bit more convenient than that. So decide something fun, schedule it, make it a priority, get you an accountability partner. And for some people, if you want to have an accountability partner, I'd be remiss in saying this. uh, A good accountability partner is getting a personal trainer that you have to go see every week. And they're going to tell you and you got to tell them, hey, I didn't do my exercises. That gets kind of old after a while. So if you happen to be the person that already exercises and you've got a friend or loved one that is the person that is not exercising, Invite them to do some of the exercises with you. Make sure you start out light. You're going to not get quite as good of a workout, but you start out light. Invite them to do the workout. Be their accountability partner, and you'll both start to see positive results, and that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.